0: What went wrong? You know what? It was it was his night, man. I think I think I didn't prepare as how I should have, and you know what? I, I gained too much weight. But I don't want to give no excuses. He won. He boxed me around. But you know what? If we do the third the third fight, best believe I'm gonna get him. All right, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> My man was about to go drop an F bomb on us, and then, you know <laughs> that's over for that. <laughs> All right, all right, welcome everybody. This is JD's Free Smoke Podcast, and the fight happened the rematch Andy Diva Ruiz versus Anthony Joshua. And what happened is what I expected to to happen. Andy Diva Ruiz came in overweight joshua came in in shape and the true champion won that night who was anthony joshua what a night in saudi arabia what commentary coming after the fight and what else can i say um it not really probably living up to some of the expectations But I guess the first fight didn't technically have a lot of expectations either. So maybe this was how the first fight was probably originally supposed to go in the first place. But let's talk about it. Let's jump into it. So, first off, I got to say is this. Um, I'm disappointed in Andy Ruiz because he did not act like a champion. You go, you win the belts, you say this is your dream. Ray, Ray, blah, blah, this and that. And you come in for the rematch to defend your title at a whopping 283 pounds. Okay? Full basketball figure going. <laughs> full <laughs> full diva mode, alright? Or according to our man Bob Aram. He was like, you know that. That Andy Ruiz, Andy Ruiz, he looked like a fat pig. And that's not kosher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, shout out to Bob saying some crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah, so Andy Ruiz is looking all big. Anthony Joshua comes in Ripped in shape, weighing at 237 pounds, and at Joshua's height, you know I mean, that's 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 good, I think Joshua's like, I think 6'4", six, 6'5", six, you know what I mean, I don't know, I hear his height is 6'7", I'm not really too sure, I should double check those facts, but either way, he looks great, and um, you know, I had some other problems, okay, the reason why I call him Andy Diva Ruiz in the first place is because you signed a contract saying, hey, you agreed have a rematch and then you were trying to like not have the rematch you're just trying to like dip with the belts or something like that right so that was ridiculous and then you know i mean i watched the gloves are off okay on sky sports this was ridiculous andy ruiz is talking oh you know i know joshua I know his style you know man i'm confident he can't beat me you know this and that okay you know what I mean? You're so confident. You know, what I mean? and and I guess he was, he was acting confident. He was, he had drip, right? Andy Diva Ruiz, was. he came with a big old chain. He had a nice watch flashing it. It was crazy. He was dripping. Like, you know what I mean? But then I guess, you know what I mean? After the fight, the only drip he got is some turkey drippings. Too much turkey drippings from Thanksgiving, I guess jeez, 283 pounds. Andy, come on, Andy. Andy, come on. So, you know, that was that was crazy. Um, you know what I mean? He, he was trying to stun on Joshua, this and that, whatever like that. And to come and look like that. And then at the end of the fight, to make excuses and say that he didn't train properly and everything like that, which is I need to call out boxing media on that. Because a lot of y'all were coming out saying, oh, Andy Ruiz, he's looking so slim. He's slimming down. He's slimming down for the rematch. Where was the slimming, man? This man (laughs) man probably put on like 40 pounds. In fact, look like a big old basketball, big old blown up basketball in the ring. Full basketball figure in effect. Oh man, basketball figure in full effect. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Andy DeV Ruiz. So making excuses. Saying that he tried to train himself? <laughs> Are you stupid? Why do you have a team? Why do you, why did you pay somebody if you're gonna train yourself? So <laughs> wow. So enough of that ridiculous enough of that man. all right. Let's talk about the man of the night Anthony Joshua. Um, it was great to see him happy, him smiling. Um, I guess he wasn't opposed to a third fight, but I don't want to see a third fight happen. Uh, um, so uh, whatever there like you know what I mean that's enough of that. I do have to say though, um, I'm glad, like I said, that he won the fight. He was able to get back on track. The Wilder fight, you know what I mean. The buzz will start up again. You know, we'll start talking about that Wilder, Deontay Wilder, and stuff like that. And we'll see who he faces uh, uh, next. Now, now word on the street is that they're open to fighting. Um, Kubrat Pulev. Okay, now. For those of you who don't know about Kubrat, my man Kubrat, right? He is somebody that won a uh, mandatory challenge uh, a while back, and you know, what I mean, he got in trouble with uh, you know, what I mean, with uh, got in a situation with some bad sushi. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna dive too deep into that because you know how I go. What's understood don't gotta be explained, but um, considering how that situation went down, seeing that this man will can possibly get a rematch or not a rematch, but an opportunity now to fight Joshua is uh pretty good. So that would be an interesting fight. Um, you know, I mean, they talk possibly Dylan White, but Dylan White it was like you know I mean was coming in looking like a little bit less inflated basketball than Andy Ruiz. He came out at 271. You know what I mean? Yeah, he beat his opponent, but, like, whatever. Nobody's, like... I don't know. I'm not really uh, clamoring for that fight, right? And then, like, uh, he was allegedly on drugs. But I guess the uh, UK administration just came out and said, uh, allegedly, he wasn't on drugs now. I don't know. How do you catch somebody on drugs in and say oh well they were actually on drugs. I don't know what's going on, all right? But I guess what's understood don't got to be explained. <laughs> so that was uh that was interesting <laughs> with that too. So Andy Joshua, I don't know, we're going to see. Wilder is the thing that we want to see, but Wilder's got to take care of Tyson Fury first once he takes care of Tyson Fury. Then we're going to see exactly what Joshua's made of. Uh, Once, I assume Wilder takes care of Tyson Fury, because I don't know if Tyson Fury is going to be able to make it out of this Wilder matchup this second time around. He he squeezed out that first time, but I don't know about the second time. But we shall see. So congrats to Anthony Joshua. Now let's move on. Okay, Showtime had a card. They had... Jermal Charlo, Dennis Hogan, Chris Eubanks, Matt Korbov. Let's talk about Chris Eubanks Jr. Not too much to talk about Chris Eubanks Jr. Because the fight barely happened. It was like they got in the ring. The fight started going. Matt Korbov was giving Eubanks a little bit of smoke. In the second round, some weird... Injuries, things happened, and then that was it. And Chris Eubanks won by I guess technical knockout because Matt Korboff got injured. So uh, uh that's that. Nice Chris Eubanks Jr. for you, everybody. Excellent. And uh Jamal Charlo. Jamal Charlo um had a had a good fight as well. Dennis Hogan was game. Um, you know, I mean, he was you could tell like he's not on he's not on at that superstar level, but he can hang. He can hang. And uh he gave Jamal uh, a good fight till about the 7th round where he got knocked out. And then Jamal started to call out some people, saying that you know, he wants to fight Canelo. oh Canelo Alvarez and boo boo Bubu Andrade, right? Ah, uh, those are both good fights. I don't know how realistic those fights are at the moment. Bubu Andrade responded and said, "Hey, if he's serious, they can make the fight happen. So that would be a good fight to watch. And I'm assuming that that fight's going to be on the zone if it does happen. And I got the zone, so yeah, you know, let this happen. If he fights Canelo, it's going to be happening on the zone too. So either way, I'm happy." Um, I don't know where he goes to next, but you want to know what word on the street is the word on the street. Okay. Is that Terrence Crawford, right? After he fights this random guy that he's fighting next Saturday, Terrence Crawford wants to move up to 160 pounds. That's word on the street. Don't, don't, don't look at me. Don't look at me. That word on the street Terrence is talking about moving up to 160 pounds. So maybe Jamal Charlo Terrence Crawford in the future. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. But in terms of the world of boxing, that was, that was pretty much it. Boxing season is definitely ramping down. Um we probably got like one. No, 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 no. We got like two more major fights. In my opinion, we got the Danny Jacobs-Shavis Jr. fight coming up in a couple weeks. And then we also have the Gervonta Tank Davis versus Yorchis Gamboa fight coming up, which that fight's going to be lit. I'm a big Tank Davis fan, so we definitely got that. But in the world of boxing, that is it. That is all for now. So now we're going to be taking a quick pause and switching over to... Things that happened in the week that I found interesting. All right. Okay. Okay. So now we got to talk about things I found interesting during the week. Now. First up, first up Walmart got in trouble. Walmart. People are mad at Walmart. (laughs) Why? Uh, because, uh, allegedly they started, uh, selling some sweaters. Is Santa sniffing cocaine or something like that? Like, it was like, Santa loves the snow or <laughs> Right? And then, like, he wasn't talking about, like, like, regular snow. He's like, Colombian snow. I like Colombian snow. Like, th- that's crazy. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. I think people need to chill out, uh, though, a little bit. But at the same time, it is uh, inappropriate, I guess, because they're using a uh, beloved childhood character. <laughs> but, like, you know, hey, Walmart's in trouble, and they've apologized for having the sweater, and there was a couple other sweaters, like Mrs. Claus having Santa Claus, like, in a ball and gang, and she's whipping him in a... I don't know what's going on, man. Pause. Just, you know, all I know is just that some of these sweaters are wild. Walmart's like, yo, we, we're we taking these down. It's over for that. Okay? But now, in, in the world of sports, right? In the world of sports, this is what interests me, okay? The 49ers and Saints probably had the football game... They. they I don't know, I I'm going to have a hard time seeing a football game being better than that game. That game was amazing. It was a shootout. Jimmy G, um, Drew Brees going at it head-to-head with the final score being 46-48? Like, you didn't even have to be a football fan to enjoy that game. What an incredible game. What an incredible display of talent by both quarterbacks, by both teams. Wow. Wow. So if you have the zone like I do, you could go watch the game. You could re-watch all the games. Like, you know what I mean? If you haven't seen it, go and try to check that game out, especially if you're a football fan. 49ers Saints, okay? And I definitely know after watching that game, I definitely know that Bill Belichick is cheese that that he had to give up Jimmy G and send him over to San Fran, okay? Because, yo, Bill would have gladly gotten Tom out of there to have Jimmy G right now, straight up, especially when he's playing like this because Tom's a great, but Tom's starting to, to wind down now, and this guy... Could have been the guy that they needed to continue that Patriots legacy. And uh, it looks like that ain't happening. (laughs) You know what I mean? So there might be some Patriots dark times coming in the future. But like I said, you got to check out that 49ers Saints game. Incredible. Go see if you can. Now, there's some more words being spoken on the street. Okay. And I don't like these words. These words are disturbing to me, okay? Word on the street is that the Raptors, all right, are looking to trade for Cleveland's resident wasteman at the moment, Tristan Thompson, okay? Please do not let this be true. Please do not let this happen, even if it is true. Tristan Thompson is a waste man, all right? <laughs> we don't need Tristan Thompson. Now, if we're talking pre-Kardashian Tr- Tristan Thompson, yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah, man. He did his thing, like, you know what I mean? You would go and play some, some hard defense and get you the rebounds and all, all that good stuff, like, like you know what I mean, that good solid team needs. But post-Kardashian Tristan Thompson uh, is doing the most for, like, nothing. So like nah, I got let's not get Tristan Thompson. Let's find a way to get like Kawhi back or something, like you know. <laughs> oh man. So hopefully that's not true, but that's that's the word on the street. That's what people are six buzzing about in the city. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so now we're gonna be moving into some more serious stories here. Okay first uh george zimmerman is back in the news okay uh george zimmerman the murderer and killer of trayvon martin is here back in the news he's got a new documentary he wants to advertise whole bunch of other foolishness take a listen to this article tonight over a new lawsuit filed by george zimmerman
1: The man who shot and killed unarmed teenager Trayvon Martin, but was acquitted. Zimmerman is now suing Trayvon Martin's family and others for $100 million. What does he claim? And the family tonight saying he is victimizing them again. Here's Steve Lissensami. Not guilty. He was acquitted of killing an unarmed black teenager in a shooting many argued was racially motivated. And tonight, George Zimmerman and his lawyer are suing Trayvon Martin's family, their attorney, state police and former state prosecutors, making the unsubstantiated claim that one of the witnesses at Zimmerman's 2013 trial was a fake. In a lawsuit filed in Florida today, they paint a grand conspiracy and are asking for $100 million, arguing that the young woman who testified that she was on the phone with Trayvon Martin as he was being killed was a fraud, coached by prosecutors and Martin's family.
0: He said, why are you following me, it?"
1: and then I heard a hard-breath man come and say, what you doing right here? The lawyer filing the lawsuit has a long history of suing black lawmakers and pushing conspiracy theories. Larry Klayman once submitted a petition to deport President Obama. His legal tactics have gotten him sanctions and bans from some courtrooms. George Zimmerman hasn't rested since the trial, selling Confederate artwork to raise money for a supposed Muslim-free gun shop and even selling the gun he used to kill Trayvon Martin. The timing of the lawsuit is curious. Where I got to know George Zimmerman. It comes as Zimmerman is promoting a new movie on these new allegations. Trayvon Martin's family tonight says once again, they feel victimized. Their lawyer is calling this another failed attempt to defend the indefensible and a shameless attempt to profit off the lives and grief of others. David. All right, Steve, thank you.
0: All right, absolutely nuts, absolutely nuts. What is going on? $100 million, deport Obama, what, what? Hold on, this guy hired a lawyer that wants to deport Obama? (laughs) Yo, this is crazy. First off, I guess the racism's in my head. Right? <laughs> right? Racism just... It, it's overblown. This is ridiculous. So, this man lives in Florida. He got acquitted of a murder charge uh, thanks to the Stand Your Ground Law in Florida, which is, I guess, intentionally very vague uh, so they could get certain people off of, like, little crimes like this because at the end of the day, I don't see how you could feel threatened when you were the one that approached and followed the guy with Skittles in his pocket, I might add. Okay, so there's that ridiculousness. Then now he's suing the family, but he's not really suing just the family, I guess. He's suing the prosecutors and the police department. So I guess that's where he's trying to get most of the money from. He's advertising a documentary, The Trayvon Hoax. So like you know what I mean. Now the Trayvon, that whole Trayvon Martin thing's a conspiracy theory, right? Like you know, it's a conspiracy. It was a hoax. Like it's true. Is Trayvon not dead? Like I I don't understand. How what hoax? Okay, so there's that foolishness going on now, and um like you know what I mean. Like and and this is the thing, right? That 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 I just want to point out. Right. So here we got this guy that's. Done, you know, something questionable in uh in Florida and's gotten acquitted of it. And there's we got another guy <clears throat> who goes by the 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 monikers O and J that also lives in Florida, right? And you know, I mean, has been acquitted of a uh, of you know a similar type of crime, whatever like that. Um, but one of them seems to be walking around free, seems to be able to do whatever they want. Suing families and blah, 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 blah. While the other one, the Florida people, the Florida's mayor, like, we got people staking out and watching him and watching his house. And as soon as he slips up, we're going to put him in jail and we can't wait. Okay. So what's understood? Don't got to be explained. (laughs) All right. This is ridiculous. I feel sorry for the the Martin family, I hope, um, well, obviously, this, this, this lawsuit's just not gonna, it's not gonna go through, but then I hope that they're also able to, to counter sue them, and, uh, and, and, uh, you know what I mean, get money out of, out, out of, not George Zimmerman, because George Zimmerman probably broke, like, you know what I mean, but, get money out of that lawyer that wants to deport Obama, right, and, uh, get, maybe get money out of that, 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 that documentary film crew, the Trayvon hoax, because that's just BS. The uh, every year this guy keeps doing some publicity stunt to to put himself in the spotlight to try and get money from this situation. Like you know what I mean? Like if you, anyways, that's enough of that. You know what I mean? George Zimmerman is, you know, what I mean, Judgment Day is coming for George Zimmerman. Don't worry. Don't, like you know, what I mean, we ain't gonna worry. Something, something will eventually happen to George Zimmerman. It, it's got to. It's got to. All right. But and then, in in other crazy news, in the city of Toronto, you know we got, we got shooters. Okay, man's is shooting. Listen to this. It's crazy. A man emerges with
2: holes in his clothing. Police say he ran into a gas station and called 911, and they arrived within minutes. The shooting took place on the 400 southbound. Police say this was a targeted attack and took place on one of the 400 series highways that carry hundreds of thousands of cars through Canada's most populous
1: region. There's obviously a lot of potential for other uh, injuries to have occurred if the driver had had not been able to make it to this location Yeah, it's a little bit scary.
2: Two men, a driver and a passenger, were wounded in the attack. A third, who was in the rear passenger seat, died in hospital. Today, police had the name of the dead man, but little else.
1: The deceased in this matter is Terrence Actual, A G T U A L, 28
2: years of Toronto. The two others who were shot have already left hospital. People in the community were shocked to learn one of the survivors is an imam who works with young Muslims trying to prevent violent incidents such as this one. Now, who is
0: immune now, who will be saved from this. It's very strange. And we don't know what was the cause and who did it. And uh, uh, it, it was not expected uh, that a person like him and a group that associated with him to be targeted.
2: This year, there have been five shootings on the region's 400 series highways. Two of them only days apart last month. Philip Shannock, CBC News,
0: Toronto. Wow. Wow. Okay? So be careful who you mess with in these streets. Okay? Because not only uh, are they, you know, potentially might just deal with you on the spot, but you you can't hide. They they driving on the highway to shoot people up, man. Right? Gun play on the highway, dog. All right, that that's serious things, and yo, you hear the news report, okay? But but five of these things already happened, and you want to know one thing? I have not heard one arrest from none of them. So the and one of them, one of them, the the two that actually I remember, I recall happening on the four ten, cause that's this one was on the four hundred series by Finch and Seals. I remember um, the ones that happened on the four ten. The first one was, was they made a mistake. They said yo. Yo, yo, let's go shoot somebody up on the highway. pop, 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 Right? Oh man, that was a wrong dude. So then they went back on the highway and then shot up the right guy. But how was you able to go on the highway twice fall, and and not getting arrested and all this and 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 killing mans? Right? So like even not on the highway. Right? Forget all the, the the trash Canadian drivers because, man, there are so many trash Canadian drivers. And the fact that people still don't realize, hey, there's two kinds of tires, okay? Three season and winter, all right? So this time of year, it's just super, it's extra dangerous, right? Because there's fools trying to drive without winter tires, trying to drive crazy, especially. They're trying to drive crazy with no winter tires and stuff like that. Even, even even if you got winter tires, you can't drive crazy. But you have a lot more traction. Trust me. Okay? So you got you got guys. Now mans are going to come out and shoot you. Right? They're just going to light you up on the highway, man. You're getting lit up. Right? It's over for you. So I, I, I don't know, man. They got to figure out this gun thing. But, man, like, yo, that's it for that. That is it for that. Now... In other news, okay, in other news, rapper Juice World has died at the age of 21, okay? He experienced a seizure in the airport, right? And then died, I guess, going under cardio arre- cardiac arrest afterwards and due to complications to whatever happened to the seizure and stuff like that, right? We don't know the exact cause of death and stuff like that right now. They were, the autopsies were pretty much inconclusive. But other things still haven't happened, like the, the toxicology report. And I can't say that it was drugs that killed them, but I'm like 99.9% sure it was drugs. Right. And like not even like just like, you know, I mean, like some weed and stuff like that. Uh, you know, obviously, probably, you know, maybe Xanax, Percocets, stuff like that. Strong prescribed drugs that you probably shouldn't have on your purpose on, on, on your person. So now here's my conspiracy theory on what went down, because there's a little bit more um, to this than meets the eye. OK rapper juice world was did a concert in la okay next thing you know he's taking a private jet he's on his way back to his home state of chicago okay now allegedly when the feds searched the plane right right listen to this they found 70 pounds of weed on the plane with three firearms as well okay and allegedly. Juice World had um, drugs on his person, which he tried to take um, so the feds wouldn't find them on him. All right? And shortly after, he, you know, experienced a seizure. Okay? So here's my little conspiracy theory. Disclaimer. This is my opinion. Okay? This is going to be complete conjecture. Don't come at me. All right? Don't come at me. So... Don't at me either. Don't at me. It's at free smoke, but don't at me. Not about this. So, so 70 pounds of weed, whatever like that. Okay? Word on the street is, so he's taking a private jet. They got the drugs and the guns and whatever on the plane. Okay? Now, remember, Juice World ain't Floyd Mayweather. So, he don't own a private jet. Right? Okay. So, <clears throat> they're flying from L.A., the pilot notices, hey, these guys are bringing some, some drugs and guns, guns on the plane. So he alerts the authorities, okay? The authorities know, find out, learn that, that, that he's heading to, to Chicago. They go, they meet him up, okay? So the feds go, they start searching the plane, okay? All right, the feds start searching the plane. You find 70 pounds of weed. First of all, that is drug trafficking without a doubt. Juice World was being used as a drug mule, at some sort. I don't know if he was doing it, but I'm pretty sure it was his homies for sure. Was using him as a drug mule. Why? Think about it. You're in LA, okay? Weed is legal in California. They get a whole bunch of weed, okay? Boom. They take that weed. They they bring it to Chicago. Not legal in Chicago. They're gonna go chop up this weed, whatever, like that. set on the street. Figuring, uh, You know what I mean? Hundred. 70 pounds of weed, that's probably like, you know, 150 grand worth of, of, of weed. You know what I mean? Guess what it is? This is United States of America this guy's talking about. Like, you know what I mean? So, drug charges ain't no joke. So, so allegedly, Juice WRLD was looking up upwards to like 35 years in jail. 35 years in jail. Right? For all this weed and stuff like that. Not to mention whatever they had on this person, whatever that is, right? So... You know what I mean? The cops come. The feds. Nah, 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 I got to stop saying the cops. It's the feds, dude. The feds are coming in, right? The guys that grabbed Takashi. Okay? You know what I mean? And Takashi said it best. You know what I mean? The only thing I fear is God and the feds. <laughs> All right? So he shows up. and They show up. He goes. He's taking a thing. He takes a, a cocktail of, of, uh, of drugs that he had on his person. Goes into cardiac arrest due to some form of OD, and boom, there it is. It's over. Okay, all right. To all the young people that may be listening, even though I don't, I don't think barely anybody that listens to this podcast for the time being. Don't worry, we're growing small, slowly but surely. Slowly but surely. Okay. Um. You know what I mean. Drugs aren't the answer. Okay. Uh, you know. People need to learn to be more responsible, even with the drugs that are legal. Okay. Things like alcohol. Weed is legal in many places now in North America, not everywhere. So make sure it's legal. If you're ever going to smoke weed, make sure you're of age. If you're ever going to smoke weed. Okay. Do some research, right? Before you take any drugs or anything like that, before you put anything in your body, you should know, you should do some research. You should know what you're taking. Okay. Um, a lot of the times when uh, these young people are dying from these drugs, it's not even the drugs that they think they're taking that's killing them, right? A lot of these, especially these street drugs, they're cut with a lot of illicit substances because there's nobody's regulating it, okay? So if I'm selling you cocaine, right, there's no authority regulating it, saying, hey, this is actually cocaine that's being sold to you. It could be cut with anything. I could put anything in there to cut that. So you don't know what you're taking, okay, with a lot of these legal drugs. So it's just best to stay away from them, okay? There was, I had times in my life where, you know what I mean, where when I dislocated my shoulder, I don't know, you know what I mean? The doctor prescribed to me Percocets for the pain, right, and I refused, I refused to take them. I went and I filled out the thing and I just, I just refused to take them. Cause I just, it was, you know, it was painful and whatever like that. But like, you know, it, you don't, you don't need, you don't need drugs. Like, you know, you don't, especially things like Percocet and stuff like that. There's just other better natural, uh, remedies for things like pain, like CBD. Okay. It's non addictive and it's, it's been clinically proven to help with pain and inflammation so there's there's stuff like that, right? And with CBD, there's, there's no THC, so you do not get high, right? You do not get high when you take CBD, okay? Actual CBD. So this kid, Juice, right? You know what I mean? He, he's involved in the, the glorification of drugs, this rap culture, this, this, that, and the other thing, okay? He comes out, now he's dead. All right. Now, I know I don't sound the most sympathetic, but that this is the one issue that I, I've never been that sympathetic about. That's just me being completely honest here. Like, you know what I mean? I feel drugs in terms of like, I don't feel I don't feel you should put people in jail for having drugs or doing drugs or or anything like that. That's stupid. But. Um, if you die. From these kind of things, it's like, well, you kind of chose that. Like, it's not something that happened to you. You actively chose to ingest and put something in your body. So I've always had a little bit of trouble to be quite as empathetic about these issues opposed to, you know, other ones. Right? Um, Like, you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm just going to say condolences to his family. Uh, condolences... I guess to the fans, because there was a lot of fans that that liked him, and he made some really good music. I I like I liked a quite a few Juice World songs. He was a great artist. Um, he had a song uh, was it Roses with uh, Brandon Erie from was it, is it My Chemical Romance? Is it uh, okay? You know what? Uh, good. Gonna double check that. But I believe it is my chemical romance. And uh, you know what I mean? Incredible song. Uh, you know, he he had the song Find China with with ironically future, which you know what future loves to promote. Uh, which I also thought thought was a great song as well. So, you know, I mean, he's a great artist. He's twenty one years old. He only turned twenty one like six days before he died. Like, you know what I mean? I used to listen to Uh, this song on, uh, Kendrick Lamar's, um, mixtape, um, you know what I mean? And he used to say, pray that we make it to 21. Like, dude, like, I guess he made it, but like, like six days at that age, like nah. And, uh, most of all, and this is the thing, right? First of all, be careful who you have around him, right? cause I don't even feel that he died because he was like this big drug addict or anything like that. Necessarily. I feel that he died because he felt the pressure of being arrested by the feds and all the trouble that he was looking at. So he just tried to get out of trouble. And then in a panic, he made a fatal decision. So, I think one of the biggest things to remember is not just the choice that you make in life, but also the people you have around you. Dude, this kid is successful. He's making tons of money. There is no need to have 70 pounds of weed to allegedly be selling that on the street. There's no need to have that on a private plane. It's just a ridiculous thing. There's nobody around you to say, hey, this is a bad idea. This is bad. So if you're. A person of this person's statue and no one's around you to say these kind of things well you gotta switch the team up and that's all I gotta say for today's free smoke podcast thank you for listening I appreciate you guys remember to check us out at www.teamfsdixon.com I had a great time with you guys as always You guys, make sure you have a nice day, and I'm out.